bed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Thursday and happy Thanksgiving. I hope you're all enjoying yourselves, and I hope you're all well. So, let's talk a little and have something to listen to here after the ball game's over and the trip defense kicking in and all that. I didn't know if I was going to do a show today, but hey, I'm on a roll. I'm going to keep going. So, since we're at the holiday season, since we're at Thanksgiving, why don't we talk about hunting? Hunting for turkey, hunting for other animals, and how I like to use hunting as some kind of a springboard to to get into an adventure. I mean, it is a natural, and characters don't always characters just sometimes they just go from one place to another. They have no they have no rhyme or reason. You shouldn't let them do that every once in a while. You shouldn't always have some kind of pre-planned arc for them to to follow or whatever, unless they're following it themselves. And it's 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 pretty much an interesting. It could be an interesting thing. Let's talk more about that after this. So hunting is kind of something that you do when you're out. Say you, say this is and this is perfect for a sandbox game too. You know, this is kind of one of the things you do when you sandbox. I mean, yeah, you've got plot threads, you know, you've got plot threads scattered here and yon, hither and yon, for for things, for, for characters to stumble into. Or maybe you don't. Maybe you've got an encounter where it just sort of develops into something. I like those. Those are fun. But that sort of, and that also falls back to my aversion for taking notes during the game, as I said in the last episode. My aversion for taking notes is my handwriting, and I don't want to stop the flow of the game. To, to stop and take notes, and also there's a lot of times, most of the times, when I get so wrapped up in what's going on and what they're doing that I forget. I just forget to take notes and I, you know, the, of the pertinent points of what they're doing. And I got to start doing that. And I've talked about that last episode. So we're going to talk about this and get back on track. So <laughs> hunting, say they're hunting because if they're out, you know, sandboxing, they're going to be, they're going to be hunting. For, I know they have, they bring, bring rations and things like that, but you know, it's nice to have some fresh meat every once in a while. You know, either hunting or foraging, that's their two choices right there. And I'd, I'd have a nice session of hunting. That would be, that'd be kind of a nice, a nice game session, don't you think? Just out hunting for wild beast. I mean, any kind of beast that's, that's, any kind of beast that's, that's edible, you know, and there's a lot of them. Even fantasy beasts are edible, of course. You can make them edible. I mean, I've seen it many, many times before. You know, stuff like wyvern stew, you know, or, or I don't know, displacer beast 
hors d'oeuvres. I don't know. That would be an interesting one. But you, you, you just have them go on a hunting expedition. I always like the one where they're hired by some rich guy to go out on a hunting expedition with them as like guides and because they know the area. You know, they're, they're hunting guys. They take out these rich guys. They got this rich guy to go hunt stuff. Wyvern hunts are always popular. And those, those kind of things tend to develop into things. There's all kinds of things you can do with this. And ju- because just a simple act of hunting, just a simple act of sustenance is a whole, a whole adventure in itself. You go out. Maybe you run into the rich guys. Maybe you run into wild elves. You know, this is what encounter tables are for. I One thing I like about the hunting scenario is it's made for encounter tables. It's, you know, it cries out for encounter tables. So, using those and the basic plot of, oh, we're going out to get something to eat and hunt it. Or we're taking this guy out to, to, to you know, or that. Or maybe you can, maybe the town's overrun. I've heard, you know, I've heard in the past, small towns in America, bounties going, bounties for things like coyotes, which are overrunning the area and eating up all the, all the, the crop, all the crops too, but eating up all the livestock, you know, attacking the livestock. There's, or maybe there's an abundance of foxes who keep hitting the chicken, chicken coops or something like that. You're going out taking, that's another thing. You can go out like in a group sent out by the town to clear out, you know, just beat the bushes and clear out foxes or coyotes or wolves or whatever is either bothering the town or making it harder to, like, raise cattle or or chickens or whatever, livestock. It keeps attacking the livestock. And if you're in a place like Gamma World or Mutant Future... Well, there's there's a whole other there's a whole other. Let's go hunt, you know. Let's go hunt some atomic cows, or something like that. Not even hunt the, hunting them, but some people may be raising them. I don't know. But so you know, you've got all other sorts of weird things. And in Gamble World, you can always have like the alien stealing the livestock, coming over and abducting them, and all that. <laughs> that could be interesting. But anyway. You can see where I'm going with this. It's just uh, hunting is. I love these these basic, basic, basic premises that just where you can go off in ten different directions. This is the kind of scenario where I say you guys are out hunting. You pick an area, you go out and do it. Say you're hunting for the group, you go out for doing it. You're going to bring something back to eat that night. But at the same time, you have a little adventure. And that's the. this is one of those scenarios that I love where the players dictate. Basically, the players dictate the plot. Unless you've got something up your sleeve you want them to do while you're, they're out there, they dictate the plot. The players and the encounter tables dictate the plot. So that, to me, is, is kind of fun. That means that the game board is made for you as you go, as usual, but even more so here. I once had an analogy of where the players were the players and the game master is the... If you're using game board analogies, the players are the little figures and the game master is the board. I was taking a task for this on a 
uh, a chat one time by by someone who su- suggests that insisted that I was wrong that they can't you know GMs do this that and the other thing and I kind of I kind of like uh, acquiesced and said yeah okay you're right but then later on I was at another chat and I was thinking about it and I think about it and he says no 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 this could this, that's a great analogy he's the board although I've come up with a better analogy people always say. Well, I'm getting into what what the game master is and what he isn't again. So it's a little another tangent, folks. You're getting your money's worth on this show. <laughs> the game master to me is not God. He's not some omnipotent being or something like that. He's not the enemy. He's the narrator. I've said this before. He's the narrator. The characters interact, and he's the guy who tells the story in between their interactions. He also represents the other, the NPC, the world, the the things like that. He will go and describe what's happening in the world. He's the narrator. So, he's the, yeah, anyway. So, um, I'm going to leave you with that. Leave you to your turkey and stuffing and things like that. And I'm going to go start mine. So, uh, if you want to talk to me or anything like that, oldmangrognargmail.com, or you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor. And we are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. I would thank you, and thank you again, Donathan Dorje Wendell, Justin Oliver Shriek, Mark C. Walring, Gilbert Soares, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, and Dan Craig for supporting me. I appreciate it. Dan Craig's podcast is the Jungrognard podcast, Y-U-N-G, and Mark C. Rawlings is the Yawning Owlbear podcast. Give those both a listen. They're really good. So, until I see you folks next time, have a very, very happy Thanksgiving. And keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.